A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but I think no. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are God by faith in His Son. Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 3 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. No exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme. Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, episode number 14. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. So, um, after a catastrophic uh, failure of my podcast equipment, um, I have rebuilt my system and am back online to just in time to drop this week's false teacher of the week so um i appreciate you guys uh taking the time out to listen and watch and um hang out while we uh just kind of go through the introduction video for the master's dog and uh talk about each of the false teachers that are in there so that's where this section of the podcast came from the false teacher of the week someone asked me about the introduction video yes if you're listening online it's not just a cool song there's an actually a video that goes along with that theme song and it has a bunch of false teachers in it so someone was like well we don't know who all those people are i didn't know they were false teachers so i am 
just taking the time to go through that and then after that video is done of course we'll continue on with other false teachers so if you have a suggestion of a false teacher that you would like me to talk about please drop it in the uh, the comments or you can send it to me on Twitter at Evangelical Norm follow me on on Facebook uh, at Norm Dunham so anywhere where you can interact with me on social media, I'd be happy to take any suggestions for False Teachers of the Week. So this week, episode 14, our false teacher is uh, one of my favorites. Um, I've actually, again, I've said it a couple of times in the last few weeks, but I've really been looking forward to this just simply because of the video clip I'm going to play at the end. But our false teacher of the week this week is Dan Barker. So... Dan Barker is a an, an a, I want to describe him as an angry atheist. Um I don't know, maybe not. He's just he's a very um yeah, the word I want to use is arrogant. Every time I've seen any kind of interaction Dan Barker with anyone else my own personal interactions with Dan Barker uh, have been uh, arrogance arrogance would be the word that I would use to describe this man uh, he's actually blocked me on on Twitter um, both he and the Freedom From Religion Foundation uh, Twitter pages his personal Twitter and that the other have both blocked me Simply, and it actually it has to do with the, uh, the the video clip I'm going to play in a few minutes. So, uh, Dan Barker is uh, a very arrogant atheist. Um, he was a, a a pastor, a Christian uh, minister for 19 years, uh, composed music um, and so on within Christianity. I believe he was part of the Assemblies of God. So part of a charismatic church, uh, and then he became an atheist, and is now co-president of the Freedom from Religion Foundation with his wife uh, Annie Gaylor Barker. Annie Gaylor Barker. Um, the Freedom from Religion Foundation, if you haven't heard of them, is a group of atheists that just really likes to sue people. These guys are the ones that when uh, you see crosses for highway patrolmen along the side of the highway, they're the ones that send the letters to the state saying you can't do this, which has resulted in uh, all the crosses along highway um, I-15 in Utah for state patrolmen who have been killed in the line of duty have had to have been moved to private property because these guys seem to think they can... Uh, they can force their beliefs on everyone else. They, they, they love to talk about, well, you can't force your beliefs on us. But they will go and they will, I mean, anything more than a cross on the side of the road. Oh, that's a violation of the separation of church and state. Uh, they've sued or, and the thing is, is they, they threaten to sue a lot. I don't know how many of their their threats have made it actually into court or held up. Because most people, just when they get the letter they they cave and and you know whatever it is that these guys want to complain about they just stop there was a i can't remember where it was but there was a li little lady who had a um 
like a little diner and she gave discounts if you brought in on Sunday, if you brought a church bulletin. She, she, I don't 10, 15, I don't know how much the discount was, but she gave a discount on your lunch if you came in after church with the bulletin, lunch or dinner. Well, the Freedom From Religion Foundation sent this poor little lady a letter and said, we're going to sue you if you, don't, if you don't stop because you're discriminating against Muslims and da-da-da-da-da. Reality is, this lady owns a business. She can give a discount to whoever the heck she wants. She can increase the price for people, I would say. I mean, I would guarantee if, if Dan Barker and, or Annie Gaylor came into my establishment anytime after that, they'd be paying double for their food. Uh, while everybody else got their food for free. Because my business, I can do what I want. And they don't comprehend that. Uh, and so they, they love to sue people. They love to um, just you know try to dictate what you can and can't do within your business, schools, so on. These are the guys that, that do it. And, and essentially it is. They just want to wipe out religion. Um, I'm sure they're ecstatic with the, the current uh, situation with COVID and churches being closed and stuff like that. So... Um, but again, he is uh, he's former preacher turned atheist. So, of course, that's where he he falls into the false teacher category. Um, he believes in evolution. He believes in the earth is billions of years old, that no God exists. I mean, all of those things are just false statements. Um, and, you know, the fool says in his heart, there is no God and the heretic uh claims that, that God does not exist as well and uh, would try to convert people out of Christianity um, into atheism. That was the other thing I wanted to mention. Along with Richard Dawkins' uh, foundation, I can't remember the name of it, um, they, they created what is called the Clergy Project, which is to assist clergy members, uh, people who are pastors, ministers, priests, whatever, as they transition from a life of Christianity or pseudo-Christianity, whatever you want to call it, into a lifestyle of atheism. They literally have a group specifically, and it started in 2011, to help preachers transition out of it. The sad statement in that is there is obviously enough people who are in a pulpit who do not have the faith required to be a Christian, who are leaving the Christian faith, and there's obviously enough of them that they require a group to help them make that transition. That's, that's just scary to me. It's just scary to me. And, and again, the, the, somebody like Dan Barker, I, I, I interacted with him a lot on Twitter um, initially when I first got on until I started talking about this video clip, and I'm going to play this from YouTube. This is a... Um, uh, oh. This is a clip from YouTube of a debate, a debate, a debate between James White and Dan Barker. I actually have a, a small clip of this in the introduction video for the main podcast, let me tell you. Um, 
This is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite video clips. Dan Barker has never had any good arguments in any of his debates that I've ever seen. Um, and in this one, he doesn't even let James White get started in his opening statement before he starts whining about, don't quote me, bro. Don't quote me, bro. So let's listen to this amazing interaction between James Wright, James White and Dan Barker. Well, it is a pleasure to be with you this uh, still morning, I guess. Uh, it's unusual to debate in the morning, but I uh, commend all of you for being here this morning for an exceptionally important discussion uh, on the subject of Jesus and whether he was cut from the mythological cloth of other religions or, as Christians have believed, whether Jesus is, in fact, unique as the Son of God. Now, in my opening, I can only respond to what uh, Dan himself has published before. I found it fascinating that almost none of the sources that Dan just used, he used in his book, Godless. So in this first, I'll be responding to his published work. Then the rebuttal will go to what he has presented uh, this morning. Can I make a morning. point of order here? We're not debating my book. We're debating I may have changed my mind in the book. I may not have, I may have thought it was important. So we are not debating my book. Can, can I respond to that? Uh, when you're in a scholarly debate and you've published a book, what you've published in the public realm is fair game. It is what you yourself have presented. Now, if you want to stay, if you want to say, after I'm done here, I repudiate the book that's for sale in the back, that would be fine. But I'm asking as a scholar, is he a doing that? I don't see anything wrong with quoting your book, Dr. Barker, or Mr. Barker. Do you, do you have an objection to I object because we're not debating my book today. We're debating... Uh, Mr. Mr. Barker, I have never engaged anyone in a debate uh, who objected to their own published materials being what was cited. I would love if people would quote my books in my debates because that's what I have presented to people. I cannot believe that there would ever be an objection uh, to my citation of your own book. I, I, I can't imagine. Did you address this subject in your book? Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, but you okay. don't know that I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale in the back? Yes, it is. But we're not <laughs> making that up How can we... That is the best. That is the absolute best. Is Did you not address this topic in your book? Yes, I did. Is your book not for sale in the back? Yes, it is. But still, don't quote my book. Don't quote my book. This is... This is this is the general strength of any atheist argument. They really have none. And they, they just, the majority of them, and I'm not going to say all of them, but the majority of atheists that I've interacted with just try to backpedal and, and they have nothing. It's the don't quote me bro group. It really is. And that is amazing to me that, uh, that someone who claims to, to, um, essentially be a scholar has written books would say don't quote my books fascinating but there you go that is our false teacher of the week dan barker atheist uh co-president of the Fa uh, freedom from religion foundation co-founder of the group the clergy project leading uh, ministers out of the ministry into a life of atheism uh false teacher 
should be avoided at all costs. Uh, and honestly, my personal opinion about Dan Barker, I think he should be mocked at all at, at every turn as, as brutally as possible. Dan Barker deserves to be mocked. Uh, this is a man who claimed to be a, a messenger, a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and now is a blatant enemy of the cross. He should be mocked like the prophets of Baal were mocked uh, by Elijah. And, and that's the bottom line. This, this man should just be, be mocked like I did today. And uh, there you go. So there's our false teacher of the week. I hope you found this helpful. Um, if not helpful, at least somewhat entertaining. That, that video clip is worth the price of admission in and of itself. So uh, thanks, guys. Have a great day. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.